Well, let me just show you this. So, um, yeah, so Arlen is going to share some books that she brought in, and then we'll see if anyone has questions for Nessia, and then we can uh, proceed with Phyllis's presentation. And I'll leave him here for a few minutes. If you're not familiar with this, the Book of Symbols, and you can look up each is like a page or two and it's sort of organized around like the body land i don't know how they did it it's in a really concise way that shows artwork and poetry and whatnot and it's actually pretty affordable like this book is around 25 dollars um tashin puts out these kind of art books and so i've used it a lot with writing and then i just discovered this i was asking philip if he knew about it i read a book review about it about um photography and it's both during and post-production that are just ways of sort of managing time differently so portraits and um, landscapes where the camera is focused on one um, picture but over 24 hours or people are splicing and dicing so there's movement and um, so I think the subtitle oh, to this sorry is visualizing information through photography so almost if you were to think about like graphs and you know what can you convey um in different ways so that was new to me i probably would not have followed up on the review but for you know what wow. philip showed and whatnot i my library you know our libraries will get us anything we want from another library oh, yeah. so um i asked my library to get it and they did within a few Wonderful. days so that's it Fabulous. Um, Thank you for bringing those in. I think the element of time in art is really interesting. Yes. I, I attended a workshop about the artist book, and um, it was present the idea that was presented by Max Yella, who's curator of special collections yeah. up at the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee, and he talks about the book as um, sort of cinematic, the artist book that when you progress from one page to the other, you think of it as a, a movement through time and how you design the book will control or at least influence how, how people time it. In other words, if you leave a blank page, that's like a pause in music. And if you have things that are like animations almost, you know, like one cell after another in the sense that it's one dramatic arc, that'll move you in a different way. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so overwhelmed by this. My artist book is a blank book so far. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting to think about the element of time in terms of photography in a way that maybe yeah. we didn't before. And that it can influence other do. things that we yeah. do in our artwork. Um, Alan, like A-L-A-I-N de Botan, he oh, okay. Okay. like through this the school of life He's and i i got to him from um brain pickings which is a great, great weekly website. yeah, yeah. website um and you can get their letter once a week and she just goes through all this humanity right. stuff and then hyperlinks you so yeah that's been a great recent discovery oh, for me that is great are, are there any uh questions uh for uh nessia at this point I think we had a chance to chat with her in the hall, but so <laughs> so uh, Phyllis, please. Is there is there any word that would be the equivalent of karma in Hebrew? 
Um, like the shirt? Or no? Oh, no. No, that's not, that won't do it. That doesn't do it. But something where things come together in this strange way. Sure. You know, that kind of, well, at any rate. I'm sorry? Don't ask me, I don't speak What's English. What's the will? So. That's providence. Divine providence. Divine providence. That might be close. I don't know. I that's a little lofty for me at this point, but at any rate. Says the philosopher. It, it, yeah, says the philosopher. That's a little lofty for me. So. Well, then we're stuck. What are we supposed to do? So, well, that's my profession. I know. So, okay. So what am I going to do in a class like this? I don't speak Hebrew. I don't understand Hebrew. I don't read Hebrew. Um... I wasn't raised in a religious home, although I have all Orthodox children. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it's a very interesting thing. And so what am I going to do in a class like this with the, with the limited skills that I have? So I thought, so anyway, Sylvia and I took a class in felting. Uh, and I haven't done felting in a long time. And then I have a daughter who feeds my, who feeds my um, addictions. And I have an addiction for wonderful paper and stationery and pens and stuff, inks and stuff. And so I didn't open this up, but I'm going to send it around. She sent me this particular pad of paper that had a bunch of birds on it. And I'll, I'll send it around, and all the birds have wonderful headdresses on them. <laughs> maybe I should do birds, because birds will reflect landscapes and um, in their habitation and in their nutrition, and maybe I should do that. Okay, because we felt it a bird. So all this stuff started coming together. So I said, okay, I'll go and look up in the Bible, birds. And this is what I come up with. And these you shall detest among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are detestable. The eagle, the bearded vulture, the black vulture, the kite, the falcon of any kind, every raven of every kind, the ostrich, the nighthawk, the seagull, the hawk of any kind, the little owl, I don't know about the big owl, little owl, <laughs> the cormorant, and the short-eared owl. Well, that sounded just wonderful. And I think that in our uh, Jews, particularly when they get together, I have two um, uh, sons-in-law who are Holocaust survivor children. Uh, and I think that sometimes there has to be a place for whimsy in our lives so that we can balance that, that heaviness of these hawks and <laughs> ravens and things that are going to eat us up. So, okay. So I decided to look further, and I looked, I found... The flowers appear on the earth, the time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our, dove is heard in our land. Okay, I've got pieces. All of these are unfinished. <laughs> They're all unfinished. So I also have to say before I present this one that when I was in eighth grade, I was given a scholarship to the Art Institute to do portraiture. And having an older brother who is an artist... <laughs> I just thought every single thing that every single person that I drew looked dead. Mm -hmm. And so I come up with the turtle dove who looks like a dead rat. <laughs> but at any rate, with his hat on, <laughs> he, is not, he is not finished. There is, here, I'll take the needle out of him. So I'll pass him around. 
He's not done at all. I mean, there's a lot to do with him. The hat will fall off, don't worry. Okay. I beg your pardon? But they are mentioned in the Bible, and when you do see uh, vultures and so forth, they are in kind of a deserty uh, uh, landscape where there are dead things. <laughs> so that they do, in some way, even though they traverse landscape, they will go from one similar landscape to another landscape that's similar. They're like the needle. Whatever you want to say about it. <laughs> because there's a lot to say. There's a, an incredible amount. I have pages. There's an incredible amount to say about birds. I don't know if I want to say all that. I just want to put funny hats on them. Did you make the hat? Did you make the hat? Yeah, well, I didn't make the metal. But anyway, so... <laughs> And of course, we have hummingbirds. This is not done at all. And I'm not quite sure about the hat that I'm going to put on the hummingbird. But I can do that, or I can put them on stakes. And you know, I mean, well, however, the dove could be on the ground. You can just 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 finger this baby. I mean, it'll fall off. Don't worry. So that's the, that's the um, I want to say nightingale, it isn't, the hummingbird. There is a bird called Dorifa in Hebrew. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done to all of these. These are, I just wanted to bring them so you would see what the progress is like. He looks, without the hat, he looks like a dead rat. He really does. But, but I figure that I'm consistent in my artwork. <laughs> Do you have any more? Yes, they're coming. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. He doesn't have any. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he won't be a snow owl. He'll be, he'll be a, 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 a short-eared owl. I don't know. Um, and his hat is way too small for him. So I'm not quite sure. But anyway. Anyway, he's not nearly done. He has no wings yet. He doesn't have feet yet. I, well, the feet aren't. Nothing is finished. Huh? I like how you're talking to them. Your relationship. Well, you do have really the weirdest thing about them is that when you make their heads, is their uh, they've come to into being. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also obsessed with birds. <laughs> I don't. I'm loving this. Well, the, the weird, the weirdest part about all of this is that my Hebrew name is Fagel. <laughs> That's the rest of it. Is that my Hebrew name is Fagel? Zipporah in Hebrew. Yes, of Well, I did. I did a lot of art fairs with beaded jewelry and so. Well, these, these are just not well, finished this, at all. This is just the Maharaja of all the birds. Absolutely. Yala wrote a very really famous, famous poem so called so El Hatsipur. He wrote a poem about a bird. Oh, really? Well, here they are. And a finished bird will look like this. This will be, they'll be finished. So really? I have a little bluebird started, but do you give there. classes? That's no, song. no. I don't want any responsibility anymore in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do any more responsibility. It's called being old. <laughs> so anyway, 
if you have any suggestions about how to present Keep these other Make yeah. more. Yeah. Yes, uh, make many. We have yes. time. Well, there are a lot of, there are, I, I, I'm very tempted about the eagle and the falcon because they're so dramatic. Yeah, but I don't, 19, there's a quote in Exodus 19 about an eagle. Uh, there are, wait, I have several yeah. eagles, but it would take me time to go you through. You can go these. to the Confidencia. Uh-huh. I have. Should I bore you an eagle's wing? Yes, I have that one. But there are, uh, eagles are so huge and complicated. I'm not sure if I, you tell me. Do you think I should make them all to scale, not just of their size? No, no. I mean, think about them as a group. That's what I'm saying. So the owl scaled relative to each other. Because the owl is way out of scale to the hummingbird. Well, it's, we call that art it because it's not light. Not really. Yeah. Enough, we yeah. Have yeah. These are so charming. What's the material? It's all wool. <laughs> no, you, you stab it with a needle, with a needle felting. Yeah. You stab it. Well, that's what you do. You stab it with a needle. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was wondering about the process. Yes, there are. Here are the here are some of the needles. I've got them in the in the pad because you can really hurt yourself on them. So the whole time you're using needles to shape something. You're using the needles this way. You can only use it by the little handle because they have barbs on them. Careful, because there's barbs on them. So are you sort of stuffing the wool into the form? Right. No, so no. That's what I don't you're understand. you're literally weaving the wool together yeah. by so by barbed uh, barbed uh, needles. You can pull them out; just don't touch the bottoms. <laughs> they have bar various sizes of barbs in them, and so as you pull the wool from one level to the other, you're pulling wool up through the next level. So you're so literally you weaving. Yes, you can form a shape, yeah. Now these are quite soft. As the one that I handed around that was finished, or this one, which, no, that's soft too. The one, yeah, that one is pretty hard. But I like them to feel a little more like a real thing. It's kind of soft. Yes. I'm sort of seeing I have no idea how to even do this, but... Um, Felting, I, but I feel like I want to see like an aerial earth, huh. and then them flying over it. Well, yeah. but they have different. The problem, it, I appreciate that. The Ooh. problem is they come from different landscapes. Right. I understand. Yeah. But again, this is art, and yeah. um, <laughs> we have creative lives. Yeah. If if so, I could draw, yeah. I would put this one in a barn, because it mentions yeah. barn owls. Uh, they're just all hanging. We can we can supply the landscape in our minds. You know what I mean. Or you could even do a branch where they're sitting on the branch. Yeah, I was thinking of a maybe a um, uh, what do they call them? The you know the the white. The birch. birch. Mm -hmm. You could uh, do a photo of any landscape you want. And I could do a photo, yeah. 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 A big photo. Think too literal. I, I think like a photo would like be very literal. It would I think it might be fun to have the map of Israel and just have just them hang. Israel happens to be a major migratory stopping point for birds mm -hmm. coming from oh, Europe. Oh. And there's a lot of birding going on in Israel, like these amazing African birds that you see there. Yeah. You know some interesting, they have, they have a place near the Hula, right. and the farmer got very upset 
because it ruins their farm. Right. So they put corn and stuff for the birds, so they told the other birds, and, and then more birds are... Oh, sure. Yeah. That wasn't too smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so... You, you don't use Ta-da. So whimsy and a little bit. Delightful. Oh, and um, I was just thinking when uh, we planned this theme today for today, uh, my sort of I, I, the title I put on it was Whole Earth, but but actually in my mind what I thought of was Bird's Eye View because that's what our Gallus had from the the plains was the Bird's Eye View. That's what we commonly call the top, you know, the topographical view. So that was that. Could yeah. for your work. I mean, I would do them as an installation. And what I really think is going to be fun and exciting is that we can continue to communicate with emails yeah. and, and pick each other's brains. In fact, I'm going to be picking Sylvia's brain. I'm still stuck on how I'm going to present my piece at Spurtis, which she's been advising me. <laughs> so I, it's very helpful to do that. Yeah. You know, um, you can send... Um, text messages with images of something you're working on. I do that with my friend Ruti all the time. We do, we do things while we're, while they're in progress. And like 11.30 at night, you'll get a little text message. You know, like my eyes are ready to roll out of my head. And, or you don't get any words, you just get the picture. Yeah, just the picture. And, and then, you know, yeah, there's picture. a back and forth. And it is helpful because it's also helpful, I'll tell you something, to photograph your work and look at it either on your phone or on the computer that's, monitor. That's Seeing it at a smaller scale really helps you critique it. And you can turn it upside down if you can't on the wall. Or also what I found, if you use Photoshop, that if you could make some changes on the computer to show you like a little bit of what, what is possible, and then you can then go back to where it works. I've been doing that a lot, actually, with woodcuts, because once you make that cut, oh, you can't take it back. So I've been, I, I sort of uh, take a photo of the block as it is so far, and then I'll make white lines very crudely as I'm not that skilled in it, but I'll draw with my little stylus to indicate where I might cut before I actually cut. So, well, um, what I'd like to ask is that, if, as you see me, Kugelberg, uh, if you find any interesting seeds or grasses or things for me to use for headdresses, mm. just mm. save them. I wonder if the Botanic Garden would have anything to give you. I don't know, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Philip, yes? Let's, let's focus our discussion. Hold on, because we'll, we'd love to hear what you're saying, too. Philip, go ahead. So that it's still translucent, uh, like. Well, it seems to me that could be a really interesting collaboration right. <laughs> for a photographer right. and a felting artist. Yes. I mean, that's and then, and then somebody who writes. Yes, perhaps so. I think that's absolutely phenomenal because you could think about how to present that in the gallery. It could be very, very exciting, very unique. And they are beautiful, and it takes them to another level. Because if you put it on the on this little coffee table, it's just a, a cute little tchotchke. Yeah. But you do it in a context like that, what you're talking context about, and it really becomes something much so more elevated. The, the little altars. You have Maybe these display pieces, and when, when they, they turn into the display, 
was, yes. was, Ju- it was, it was so yeah. cool. Judy had made very small pots and she just made little so like altar stands for them so and it changed the whole oh, the context of it and also a wall piece that had little shelves on it. I love what Philip suggested because um, there's an incorporeality, if you will, or an ethereal quality to transparencies that, yeah, that's very conceptual and also makes you think about moving through space, which is what we're talking about here. So I, I think that's fantastic. I'm wondering if the photograph could go on something tilted with the air temperature. I don't know if that's possible, but I'm seeing a landscape for that that is much more um, abstract, so that the birds can give you the meaning. Maybe a mobile, you know, in other words. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking too with those transparencies just hanging. I wouldn't even go with that. You know, I think that this idea of something that's very tangible grounding it sort of kills it. It no, shot no, for me. That's different. Yeah. That's why you're sitting next to an industrial right. <laughs> yes. She She's taking your energy and she's going to meld it into something fantastic. I think we have done all of our presentations, right? I, I don't no, think see, I missed Philip anyone. No, Philip, Philip did his. Um, so, so um, we have a little time and I'll just sort of lay out the general ideas for the exhibit. Um, Many of you were participated last year and attended, but for those who didn't, um, we're going to do this exhibit in, in two stages. And the first one will be at the Arthur Feldman Gallery, which is on Roger Williams. Roger Williams in Highland Park, and it's a Judaica gallery. He also has a, a, a more contemporary work, but he has work that's, I mean, Judaic objects that are hundreds of years old. And it's... Um, not your typical gallery setting with white walls and everything being very kind of isolated. It's going to be hung and presented salon style. And I think that those who participated in the past will agree with me that seeing our work amidst objects from our heritage, beautifully wrought objects and paintings as well and prints, um, it, it gave the work a context that was very moving and very meaningful and very exciting and one that you don't normally see. Um, Arthur Feldman himself um, is, is a very knowledgeable art curator. He, he had worked at the Tate London. He was curator at the Spurs Museum for years and he's a natural teacher. So just having contact with him is really interesting. Um, so as far as the timing, I haven't nailed it down quite yet, but, um, Arthur likes to have our show up before the holiday season because it brings people in and maybe they'll buy Hanukkah presents. 
So he would like to have the opening on November 2nd, which I think is a Wednesday or a Thursday. It'll be one of Wednesday. It'll be one of the Wednesdays probably in November, and that was his preference. I haven't gotten the okay from uh, Bethel yet. So the show, um, I will give you a timeline that's very specific about when to deliver your work. Um, presumably that Monday will be the delivery date. Um, and I will install the show. Uh, Judy helped a lot last year. I'm hoping a few of you will help because it's a lot of work. Thank you. And then we have to restore the walls when we're done. So if we put holes in the walls, we have to spackle and paint. Um, the work will be, uh, oh, and we had a really nice opening reception. We had at least 80 people attended that were just jammed in there. So it was really festive. In a storm. It was yeah. storming that night. It was yes. more. Really? It, was more. it did. If it's a nice day, think how many people. Like, yeah, it sort of held off until yeah. later. But but they people were just packed in, and it was, it was wonderful. Um, we had refreshments. It was really fun. So then the work is up through the the end of the year. So you can bring your family, your friends, people who visit. Um, which I did. I, I went several times. I brought my parents, and they just loved it. Um, and then what, what we do is we don't want to do like a whole big takedown and then take it home and bring it back. So on the day that I work out with Bethel, which will probably be, I think, January 6th or something, um, a few of us can go, and we just pack all the work up in our cars and bring it right to Bethel and install it. Now, there's going to be a brand-new exhibition space here, which is really exciting. So I don't know what it's really going to look exciting. like. Yeah, but we won't be in those trophy cases anymore. It's really, and the lighting hopefully will be better. So, um, and then Beth L wants to celebrate our work, and they will do a, a, some sort of a program with Jane, a study session, and, uh, you know, sort of a brief introduction of what our work does. But it's also a social occasion, and they do a nice reception. Yeah. So, um I want to encourage everybody to participate in some way. Um, and um, as I said, we can communicate with each other. You can, you're free to email me, um, send me text pictures, whatever, but with each other as well. And brainstorm a little bit, but that's the time frame. You should think about having your piece, piece or pieces ready by that, uh, the first Monday, November. Well, it just depends on the space, and I don't know what Bethel's space is like, but there may they, there may be more room here. So, and and like some of our artists, like Sylvia did very very small pieces that were on a table, and Phyllis's pieces are well, your yours may be different, and maybe you'll collaborate. But um, so with people, and and Nessia had ceramics last time. There might be you know, a good amount of available wall space. Brenda showed two paintings last time. Mm -hmm. more, more here than at his place, depending on who, how much, who does what. Yeah, so make more than space. you think you need. That's mm -hmm. always a good policy. <laughs> and then we'll see what we have room for. And you'll, you'll prioritize. So this is my favorite. This is number two. This is number three. I'm thinking, you know, maybe two pieces. Like if you had hung one big one and the smaller one, um, that could work. When you say big, what is big to you? Um, I had a piece. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, I showed a piece last year that was three by four feet. Um, there aren't a whole lot of big spaces like that in the gallery. But if you show a fiber piece, it's conceivable we could put it on a quilt stand too. 
If I mean, I don't know if it's. From the ceiling so that you cannot create the do you all realize how lucky we are to have Sylvia? Mm -hmm. Do you get that? I mean, yes. So well, that's our, that's our another goal option. Is to have um, you know hanging um, capability throughout the whole space. Now we do, it all depends on on funding <laughs> um, and what it's all going to cost. But the idea is that we have the potential to hang throughout the. Space. So from the ceiling as well. From the it's that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be. I can't wait to thing. see. Yeah. So at Arthur's, it's a little more crowded, <clears throat> but we'll try and find a way. I mean, yeah. you know, if it's queen size bed size, we might have to fold it. I mean, because realistically, that's that's just not going to work. It has. Have you been to Feldman Gallery? It's small. I'll be making there. something very small. Yeah. So yeah, stop in and say hi to Arthur and tell him thanks for having us. So. Um, it's it's here it might be different so yeah think of think for the piece and then we'll find a way <laughs> one way or another so um I, I would love to do a one, go around and have people say one word something that they're taking away from this experience this summer okay maybe i'll start um growth I'm going to say monthly, like we should be meeting once a month throughout the year. Energy. Potential. Other people talent. you want a chance? Sure. <laughs> uh, expanse. <laughs> this, is a, this is a real privilege to, to study with you, to share our, our artwork. Um, I'm so grateful to each of you for participating and for giving me a chance to work with Jade because <laughs> that's always a privilege. So um, this isn't a as they always say, you know, graduations, this is not the ending. It's just the beginning. But that tr that is really true for us. And I think you'll find that the exhibition experience is, uh, is wonderful, too. And I, I'm planning to be there, but I'm getting a puppy next week. Ah. The day before, we have to drive to Michigan. Yeah. I know, that's, we're crazy. <laughs> so, Send a picture of the puppy. Yeah, there may be puppy issues, but I'm planning to, I'm planning to come. And you can you know, feel free to bring um, anything you want to share, any artwork or ideas, or just to 
So excited. I just can't get my head around what I do. Or do you want to do in the future or talk about what we want to do for presentation? It'll be it'll be great, and we'll uh, we'll keep going forward. More organic forum, and uh, I think the purpose is to get to know each other better. Right. We we discussed this, and I I felt like we should it should be. I I don't want to present. I, I want this to you know you don't really have the chance to chat as much as you want. So we'll get that. I heard what you said. Oh. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.